Welcome to Win or Lose. With Black History Month coming to an end, I'm going to do my top 50 black athletes of all time. It's a special edition of Win or Lose. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Win or Lose. This is Tim Bedgood. Hope everybody had a great week. And as Black History Month comes to an end, I'm going to do something special here. I'm going to do my top 50 black athletes of all time. I'm basing it on dominance, their inspiration, the legacy, and, of course, their numbers, their stats. Let's talk about it. Number 50, I'm going to go with Flojo, Florence Griffin Joyner, one of the best track and field stars of all time. Flojo record she set in 1988 still stands today in the 100 and 200 meters. She has three Olympic gold medals and two silver medals. One of the best nicknames ever, let's be honest. And her style was like no other. With her tiger print bodysuits, her long fingernails, she did it her way. Damn, Flojo was fine. At number 49, I'm going to go with Randy Moss, the most athletic receiver we've ever seen. Played 14 seasons, holds the NFL record for season season touchdown receptions in a season with 23, and for a rookie with 17, second in the NFL history with 156 touchdowns, Hall of Famer, six-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro, Rookie of the Year in 98, and you know when somebody gets burnt deep, you know what we all say, you got mossed. Number 48, I'm going to go with Gabby Douglas, the first African-American woman to win a gold medal in an individual all-around gymnastics competition. Then she was the first American woman to win both all-around and team competition. A star was born, and she returned in 2016 and won another gold medal, helping Team USA win a Golden Rio, an inspiration for all young females across the world. Number 47, I'm going to go with Satchel Paige. This was the first player who played in the Negro Leagues to pitch in the World Series. By the time he got there, he was 42, making him maybe the oldest player to pitch in 1948, helping the Cleveland Indians win the World Series. Best Negro League player ever. It's a statue of Satchel Paige in Cooperstown, home of the Hall of Fame, for the contributions of the Negro Leagues to baseball. He might have been the first black player to play in the major leagues instead of Jackie Robinson, but Jackie beat him out by 15 months. Number 46, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, a three-time Olympic gold medalist in track and field. She's got a silver, she's got a bronze, four world championships. She's a leader in long jumps, the 100 meters and the 200 meters. She also played a little college basketball. Sports Illustrated named her the female athlete of the 20th century. Number 45, I'm going to go with the answer, Allen Iverson. Hall of Famer, the 2001 MVP, an 11-time All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP, three-time All-NBA first team, Rookie of the Year in 96, led the NBA in steals three times, one of the most influential players in NBA history. He kind of brought hip-hop to the NBA. There was nobody cooler than the answer, Allen Iverson. Number 44, the captain of the New York Yankees. Number two, Derek Jeter. 
Mr. Clutch, 14-time All-Star, five-time champion. In 2000, he was the MVP of the World Series, rookie of the year in 96, five-time gold gloves, leads the Yankees in hits. We're talking about the Yankees here. We're not talking about the Colorado Rockies. He leads the Yankees in hits, 3,465, leads them in doubles, leads them in games played, stolen bases, played appearances, and at-bats. And his off-the-field accomplishments wasn't that bad either, if you know what I mean. All right, number 43, we're going to go with Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds had a play in the major leagues for 22 years for the Giants and Pirates, 14-time All-Star, 7-time National League MVP, Eight gold gloves, two-time batting champ. He's the Major League Baseball's all-time leader in home runs. <coughs> Had the most home runs in a season with 73. <coughs> 2,558 career walks, 688 career intentional walks. What you may think good or bad about Barry, you got to admit, he was a hell of a player before all the other things came into play. Number 42. George Foreman, oldest man to win a heavyweight championship at 45. He's a gold medalist in the 1968 Olympics, two-time heavyweight champion. He was just a great, amazing boxer. At one point, he was the most feared man in boxing. Nobody wanted to get in the ring with George Foreman. But he made most of his money, you know, helping us keep our cholesterol down when he invented the Foreman grill. At number 41, I'm going to go with Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub, the first black player to ever play for the Cubs and the first player to have his jersey retired as a Cub. Ernie played basketball. He swam. He played track in school, but it was baseball that he's known for. He's a 14-time All-Star, two-time National League MVP, Hall of Famer, 512 home runs, and a statue outside of Wrigley Field for Ernie Banks. In 2013, he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. He died in 2005, and in two, he died in 2015. And in 2016, the Cubs finally won their first World Series in over 100 years. Number 40, I'm going to go with Barry Sanders, the 1989 Rookie of the Year, 10 Pro Bowls, six first-team All-Pros, two Offensive Player of the Year awards, four rushing titles, the NFL's third-time all-leading rusher. Best player, in my opinion, to never play in the Super Bowl. Those Lions just didn't appreciate what they had. Barry retired, I think, entirely way too early, but he was frustrated with the organization. He was going to break Walter Payton's rushing title the very next year. Who knows what Barry could have done if he had played at least three to four more years. That rushing title probably would never have been caught. Number 39, I'm going to go with Lawrence Taylor. Maybe the best defensive player ever. At least one of the most feared defensive players. Just ask Joe Theismann. You know, he's a two-time Super Bowl champ, 10-time Pro Bowler, eight-time first-team All-Pro. He was the NFL MVP in 1986 as a defensive player. Could you imagine that now? Winning the MVP as a defensive player? Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, led the NFL in sacks in 1986, Hall of Famer, just one of the best to ever do it, one of the meanest guys to ever do it. At number 38, I'm going to go with Bo Jackson. What, could, what couldn't Bo do? If it wasn't for a bad hip injury, Bo definitely would have been in the top 10, just the most athletic player you ever seen, play football and baseball. 
you know, dominating at Auburn, playing football, and like I said, playing baseball. He played track a little bit. 1985 Heisman Trophy winner. Like I said, bad injuries kind of messed him up. He was going back and forth. He was a pro bowler in the NFL, and he made a couple of all-star games as a football player. What could have been with Bo Jackson? Number 37, I'm going to go with Reggie Jackson, Mr. October. Played in the major leagues for almost 20 years. Very clutch player. 563 home runs, 14th most ever, 14-time All-Star, 5-time world champion. He was the AL MVP in 1973, 2-time World Series MVP, 37, Reggie Jackson. Number 36, I'm going to go with Ken Griffey Jr., who might have the sweetest swing I've ever seen in my life. He was amazing. 630 home runs, 13-time All-Star, an AL MVP, 10 gold gloves, four-time AL home run leader, Hall of Famer. Ken Griffey, another guy, injuries. Man, who knows how great he would have been if it wasn't for injuries. At number 35, I'm going to go with Ray Lewis. The greatest middle linebacker ever. One of the best leaders ever. If you can't get pumped up for a game listening to Ray Lewis talk, speech, I run through a wall for Ray. He's one of the best to ever do it. Two-time Super Bowl champion, one Super Bowl MVP, two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, seven-time first-team All-Pro, 13-time Pro Bowler, one of the best linebackers to ever do it, Ray Lewis. Number 34, I'm going to go with Tim Duncan, the greatest power forward ever. Played his whole 19-year career with the San Antonio Spurs. He's a five-time champion, two-time MVP, three-times finals MVP, 15-time All-Star, Spurs all-time leading scorer, only player to be selected All-NBA and All-Defensive teams for 13 straight years, 10-time All-NBA, eight all-time defensive, 98 Rookie of the Year. Every year he played in this league, his team made the playoffs. You know, Kobe can't say that. Dirk can't say that. Shaq can't say that. But Tim Duncan can say that. Number 33, I'm going to go with Carl Lewis, one of the best track and field stars we've ever seen. Nine gold Olympic medals, one silver, ten world championship medals, including eight gold. He's was the leader in the 100 meters, 200 meters, the long jump. His 65 consecutive victories in the long jump over a 10-year span might be something we we'll ever, never, ever see again. Number 32, I'm going to go with Sugar Ray Robinson. Great boxer. Might have been the first flamboyant boxer we ever seen. Before Mayweather and Ali, just think about how they are. Think about that in the 40s. Driving a Cadillac, fur coat. He was the first guy to have an entourage. That's what Sugar Ray Robinson He's the reason they create the pound for pound because he was the best boxer and he wasn't a heavyweight. From 1943 to 1951, he went on a 91 fight unbeaten streak. He inspired many fighters like Muhammad Ali. Sugar Ray Leonard and Sugar Shane Mosley took his nickname. That's how great he was. Number 31, I'm gonna go with Arthur Ashe. Great tennis player. The greatest African-American tennis player we've ever seen. The first African-American man and only African-American man to win Wimbledon, U.S. Open, Australian Open. He was also an NCAA tennis champion, champion, and he was the first black to represent the U.S. in the Davis Cup. 
Presidential Medal of Freedom in 1993 was given to him by Bill Clinton. Arthur Ashe, it's a stadium named after him where the U.S. Open is played. It's now called Arthur Ashe Stadium. Every year at the ESPYs, the Arthur Ashe Award is given out for courage. Arthur Ashe was one of the best to ever do it. Number 30, I'm going to go with Wilma Rudolph, the first American woman to win three gold medals at a single Olympics, 1960. And to think she had to, to think she was told she would never walk. She had to wear braces as a kid on her legs. But that didn't stop her. She ran track and field and played basketball at Tennessee State University, where she later returned at the peak of her career and gave it all up. Said she wanted to help her community. She stayed in her community and she became a teacher. Number 29, I'm going to go with Stephen Curry of the Golden State Warriors. Two-time MVP, the first unanimous MVP in NBA history, three-time NBA champion, six-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, number three in the NBA history for threes made. He will shatter that record. He's got plenty of more years to go, and the way he shoots the three, the way the game has changed, he will shatter that record. He is kind of changed the game where it's like if you're not out there, if you can't make an open jump shot, you're a liability. It's kind of kind of taking centers out of the game. He was really changed the game. Number 28, I'm going to go with Sugar Ray Leonard, another boxing legend. Won a world title in five different weight classes. 1976, he was Olympic gold medalist. One of the main guys to kind of keep boxing relevant once Ali was old and done. His flamboyant, charming personality. And he looks like he still can go today, if I'm being honest with you. Number 27, I'm going to go with Deion Sanders, Hall of Famer, 14 seasons, two Super Bowls, eight-time Pro Bowler, Defensive Player of the Year in 94, played baseball for nine seasons, making him the only player to play in the Super Bowl and the World Series, best cornerback ever, only player to score a touchdown six different ways. He did it all, defense, special teams, sometimes offense. He was simply prime time. Must be the money, baby. Number 26, I'm going to go with Pele, the best soccer player to ever play. 1,283 goals in his career. Won the World Cup three times. Was voted FIFA Player of the Century. He averaged a goal per game throughout his career. He was ahead of his time. He's beloved in Brazil. One of the best athletic guys we've ever seen. Pele at 26. Number 25, we're going to go with Floyd Mayweather Jr., champion in five different weight classes. One Olympic medal, a bronze medal in 1996, three gold glove championships, two-time ring magazine fighter of the year, the best defensive fighter of all time. Some people's opinion, the best boxer of all time. The pay-per-view king, over 21 million pay-per-view buys, finished his career 50-0, changed the game, Got in there, got the job done, got his money, got out of there, and showed y'all he got his money. Floyd Mayweather, one of the best to ever do it. 24, Emmitt Smith, the most accomplished running back in the game's history. The NFL's all-time leading rusher, 18,355 in 15 seasons. In 93, he was accomplished an MVP season, won the rushing title, and the Super Bowl MVP all in the same season most rushing touchdowns by a running back. 
three-time champion, eight-time pro bowler, four Russian titles. Number 23, we got Dr. J, Julius Irvin, the first guy to bring swag and style to basketball with the fro, the dunks, the no-look passes. Dr. J was Dr. J was a trendsetter. His career started in the ABA, the face of the ABA, before it merged with the NBA in 1976. With the ABA, he was a two-time champion, three-time MVP, four-time All-ABA, Rookie of the Year. In the NBA, he he won a championship, MVP, 11-time All-Star, two-time All-Star MVP. If you add Dr. J's stats up in both leagues, he'd be a top 10 scorer of all time. And did it all with flash and style. Ducking from the free throw line, he was the first one we seen do it. Number 22, I'm going to go with Joe Lewis. One of the greatest boxers of all time. The Brown Bomber had a 17-year boxing career, was a heavyweight champion for 12 straight years. I repeat, 12 straight years, the longest reign in heavyweight boxing history. Named Boxer of the Year by Ring Magazine four times. Most of the time, he fought in front of a racist crowds. That didn't stop him from bringing a divided country together before World War II with just his entertainment. Joe's other passion was golf, becoming the first black to play at a PGA for an event. Joe was the first boxer to be honored on a stamp. There's a statue of his fist in downtown Detroit, and they also named a sports arena after him in Detroit. Number 2021, I'm going to go with Kobe Bryant, the closest player to Michael Jordan we've ever seen, a five-time champion, 18-time All-Star, second most ever, two-time scoring champ, MVP in 2008, two-time finals MVP, 15-time All-NBA, first guard to play 20 seasons, ranks third all-time in scoring, fourth all-time in postseason scoring, two-time Olympic gold medals, and scored 81 points in the game. That's the second most in NBA history. At number 20, I'm going to go with Venus Williams. She was the first black tennis player to be number one in the world in 32 years when she did it in 2002. Along with Serena, they helped usher a new era of power and athleticism. Seven Grand Slams, 14 Grand Slams with the doubles with her sister, championships, four gold medals, fastest serve by a woman ever, 129 miles per hour. It's amazing. Number 19, I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. The greatest sprinter of all time. 22 Olympic and World Championship medals, the most of any track and field athlete. 19 19 of them gold. Nine gold Olympic medals. Boat holds the record for fastest 100 meters ever run and is also second on that list. He also has the fastest and second fastest time ever ran in 200 meters. He has 19 Guinness Book of World Records. That's the second of all time. That's just unheard of. Number 18, I'm going to go with Bill Russell. Man, Bill Russell, the centerpiece of that Celtics dynasty in the 60s. 11-time NBA champion. It's the most ever in any sport. Five-time MVP, 12-time NBA All-Star, four-time rebounding champ. He's an Olympic gold medalist, one of two players to have 50 rebounds in a game. In 2011, Obama awarded Russell with the Presidential Medal of Freedom for his accomplishments in the NBA and the Civil Rights Movement. Number 17, I'm going to go with his rival, Will Chamberlain. 
he he played other than basketball. He also played volleyball and track. The most dominating player we have ever seen or heard of. If you're looking at some of his stats, it seems like he owns every damn record in the NBA. Every time they're talking about players, something Will Chamberlain did from coming in the league, averaging 37 and 27 as a rookie. Only player to average 50 points in a season. Scored the most points ever in the NBA game, 100. Like I said, if I read all his stats, we'll be here all day. And just think, he started off by just playing with the Harlem Globetrotters. At number 16, I'm going to go with Shaquille O'Neal. The most dominating, entertaining, funny athletes of our time. Shaq was one of a kind. Seven foot one, 330, quick and agile, four size, four-time champ, three-time NBA Finals MVP, MVP in 2000, 15-time All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, eight-time All-NBA First Team, Rookie of the Year in 93, two-time scoring champ, was voted one of the 50 greatest of all time in his fourth season. Just think about that. And he also makes shoes that you can't afford. Number 15, I'm going to go with Simone Biles. Where do I start? 25 Olympic and World Championship medals. Most of any gymnast ever. The first American gymnast to win a world medal on every event. Her all-around dominance was on display at the 2016 Olympics. Winning gold in the all-around, the vault, floor exercise, and of course, leading Team USA to the gold. Also won a bronze on the balance beam. The most medals won by a female American gymnast at a single Olympics. She was also became the first African-American all-around winner at the World Championships. Number 14, I'm going to go with Walter Payton. Sweetness out of Jackson State. Where do I start? At the time of his retirement, Walton Payton held NFL records in career rushing yards, touchdowns, carries, and yards from scrimmage. He was a nine-time Pro Bowler, a Super Bowl champ, seven-time first-team All-Pro in 1977, two-time Offensive Player of the Year. He still lives through the. He still lives through us with the Walter and Connie Payton Foundation, a foundation him and his wife created for greater awareness for organ donations. Two annual awards are given out every year in his name the Walter Payton Award in college, and the Walter Payton Man of the Year in the NFL for players for their volunteer and charity work. Number 13, the one and only Magic Johnson. Magic's simply amazing. The smile, the charisma, the personality. You don't like Magic Johnson, that's a you problem. The leader behind the Showtime Lakers in the 80s, winning five championships, Three NBA Finals MVP, three-time league MVP, 12-time All-Star, nine-time All-NBA, 138 triple-doubles. That's third all-time. And he did it all with a smile on his face. Even when he told the world about one of the saddest days in sports history, even when he told us he had contacted HIV, he did it with a smile on his face. I mean, I was like, damn, damn, even then. I only seen a few magic. Seemed like he, you know, became a successful businessman, bringing theaters and Starbucks and going back into his community. And he's working back with the Lakers, how it should be. Number 12, I'm going to go with Jerry Rice, the best ride receiver ever. There's no debate. He owns about every receiving yards, you know, there is. 
20 seasons he played in the NFL. He has the most receptions in NFL history with 1,549. Most receiving yards, 22,895. Most touchdowns in NFL history, 208. Rice is remembered for his work ethic and his dedication to the game. He wasn't the fastest, wasn't the biggest, but he worked the hardest. He was a three-time champion, Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl 23, 13-time Pro Bowler, 10-time First Team All-Pro, 6th Offensive Player of the Year, led the league in receiving yards six times, and he did it all starting off with a black college, Mississippi Valley State, where he also ran track and played basketball. Number 11, I'm going to go with Tiger Woods, one of the most popular athletes of all time and the best golfer of my lifetime. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I wouldn't think about golf before Tiger. I don't think most brothers was. A year after turning pro, Tiger was number one player in the world. He was number one for most weeks of any golfer ever. PGA Golfer of the Year, a record 11 times. 14 majors, second of all time. Youngest to achieve a career grand slam. That's winning all the golf major tournaments in a year. Number 10, I'm going to go with Jim Brown, one of the greatest football players of all time. Three-time MVP, an NFL championship, led the league in rushing eight times, a nine-time pro bowler, eight-time first team, rookie of the year, played basketball, track and field, and lacrosse in college. Was the NFL all-time leading rusher when he retired. Jim Brown's the NFL Hall of Fame, NCAA Hall of Fame, and in the Lacrosse Hall of Fame. Brown has an NFL record with most games played with four more touchdowns. He did that six times. Number nine, I'm going to go with Hank Aaron, 24 time All Star. In 1974, when he broke Babe Ruth's all time home run record, it was met with hate mail and death threats. But you know, that didn't stop Hank. He did out there and did his job. He was always a professional. Barry Bonds eventually broke his home run record in 2007, but Aaron still holds the records for RBI, total bases, and extra base hits. Only player with 700 home runs and over 3,000 hits. A world champion, two batting championships. Aaron received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from George Bush in 2002. Number eight, I'm going to go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. One of the most storied successful careers ever. Kareem played 20 years, the NBA's all-time leading scorer, three college championships at UCLA. He's a six-time champ, two finals MVP, six MVPs, 19-time All-Star, that's the most ever, 10-time All-NBA first team, five-time All-NBA defensive first team, rookie of the year, two scoring champs, rebounding champs, four-time NBA blocks, Third all-time in blocks. Third all-time in, re- in rebounds. You can make a case Kareem being the best to ever do it. Let's be honest. He was Kaepernick before Kaepernick. He boycotted the 68 Olympics because of the treatment of African Americans in the United States. And right there, side by side with Ali, when he was going through the issues he went through. Number seven, I'm going to go with Jesse Owens. Jesse Owens, one of the best track and field art. Athletes of all time. He was known as the Buckeye Bullet. Jesse Owens won a record eight individual NCAA championships. Jesse had to live off campus because African Americans couldn't stay on campus. But what some call the best 45 minutes in sports during the Big Ten meet, 
He set three world records and tied a fourth, but it was the 1936 Olympics in Berlin where Jesse became American hero, winning four gold medals and proving Adolf Hitler's theory wrong that a dark-skinned man would not win Olympic gold. He was wrong. Jesse Owens, one of the best athletes of all time. Number six, I'm going to go with Serena Williams, the best female athlete ever. There's not even no debate about that. I think there should be. I'm offended if there is. 23 Grand Slams, the most ever won. In 2017, at the Australian Open, when she won, she was pregnant. That's crazy. That right there is crazy. You know, she held a ranking being number one for a record 186 straight weeks. 14 Grand Slams and doubles with her sister, four gold medals in the Olympics. She had the most women's singles matches at majors with 335. She's simply amazing. Serena Williams. Number five, I'm going to go with LeBron James. We first seen LeBron James on Sports Illustrated at 16. You know, it's like, who is this guy? And they're already hyping him. Not only did he meet the expectations, he exceeded them. He's been the face of the NBA for 16 years. The NBA's all-time leading playoff scorer, eight straight trips to the finals, four MVPs, three championships, three times finals MVP, two gold medals, 15-time All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, one scoring title, 12-time All-Time First Team, Rookie of the Year, number five in NBA history in scoring, only player in the top 10 in scoring and assists. But it's James' social stances that separate him from most superstars. You know, he spoke up on issues with Trayvon Martin or Donald Sterling or standing up to Donald Trump, a guy who has never forget where he's come from. He's even built a school in his hometown in Akron. Number four, I'm going to go with Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid, best baseball player ever. You know, he could hit, defense, stole base, hit with power. Whatever you needed, he did it. He was a 24-time All-Star, most all-time, two-time National League MVP, you know, 660 home runs. That's fifth all-time. Most say he was the best offensive all-around player ever. Mays hit 50 home runs in 11 straight seasons, most ever. Willie was a champion. Also in 1954 in the World Series, he made one of baseball's most memorable plays over-the-shoulder catches. His 7,095 putouts is a Major League Baseball record, one of four players with 3,000 hits and over 600 home runs. Number three is Jackie Robinson. April 15th, 1947, Jackie became the first African-American to play in Major League Baseball. He played 10 seasons in the majors, six-time All-Star, won a championship, a National League MVP, First Black Rookie of the Year, National League Batting Champion, two-time stolen base leader. His number 42 is retired by all Major League Baseball teams. April 15th is now Jackie Robinson Day in baseball. Every team wears number 42. He contributed to the Civil Rights Movement. He was also the first black television analyst, first black vice president of a major American corporation, helped establish the Freedom National Bank, a black-owned financial institution in Harlem. There have been several movies on the life and legacy of Jackie Robinson. Number two, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. This guy single-handedly made the NBA a global sport. 
Magic Bird might have saved it, but Jordan took it to another level. Regarded by most as the best NBA player ever. 63 points in his first ever playoff series, still the most points ever scored in a playoff game. And to think he was cut from his high school team. A six-time champion, six finals MVP, 6-0 in the finals, five-time NBA champ, 10-time scoring leader, 14-time All-Star, three-time All-Star MVP, 11 first-team All-NBAs, nine defensive first-team players, two Olympic gold medals, one of the most accomplished players in sports history. His Air Jordan sneakers are still selling more today than they did when he played. The first African-American majority owner of a sports franchise, statue outside the United Center in Chicago, first NBA player to reach a billion dollars. The NBA still has not been as popular since he retired with the ratings shows that. He took it to another level. I think Michael Jordan should be the logo of the NBA. Number one, I'm going to go with Muhammad Ali. The dominance, check. The inspiration, check. The legacy, check. Not only was he the greatest boxer and talker ever, win the gold medal at the 1960 Olympics, turning pro one year later, and then defeating Sonny Liston to become heavyweight champion at 22. The legendary fights with Joe Frazier, taking down George Foreman when no one gave him a chance, those were some of the things that made him great in the ring. And just imagine if he didn't give up three years of his career in his prime in a battle with the U.S. government. You know, he refused to join the Army, you know, and you know, fighting the Vietnam War. He stood up for what he believed in. And to do that in the 60s as a black man, that took a lot of courage. I mean, if you can't be, you know, be down with that, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know, you know, what what to tell you. You know, he was robbed of his best years, but doing that made him a bigger icon than those three years in the ring would have. He will always be remembered as a legend, one of the first African-American men to stand up, put his foot down, show that we have a voice, and we always gonna love him for that. You know, Parkinson's disease may have took his voice, but he was, he said enough powerful things to last forever. You know, just think of some of his quotes. You know, go Google some Muhammad Ali quotes, just some of the things he said you can just live by. You know, you can take in your everyday life and just live by them. You know, one of the most memorable moments ever is when he lit the torch at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta. He's one of the best to ever do it. And he's my number one of the 50 greatest black athletes of all time.